Welcome to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Here's your host, Casey Bubba and Scott Bogman. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Pre-Snap Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on the old Twitter there at Line Star App and at Line Star NFL. And most importantly, download their app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. And we're here to talk DFS, folks. We have a two-game Saturday slate, whoopee-doo, and a 13-game main slate to get broken down for you because we know everyone that's going to play all the snaps, none of the snaps, because we know it all. That's what it is. How many games would that be on uh, Sunday, Bob? How many is it? It's only 13 because we don't do the Sunday night game. Yeah. Okay. I was just making sure. Yeah. Yeah. Don't. I, I, don't check I honestly the math. didn't hear you. I, yeah. I said I 13. There's okay. 13. Two I was Saturdays, just making sure your math main. is right. Just checking on you. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, I know. So I, got, I screwed up last week. I remember. <laughs> I got you. God, what a friend. What a friend. <laughs> that, hey, look, come on. Are we friends if I didn't do that to you? Wouldn't I know. I'm a friend. Come on. Hey, I'm not going to cancel you on Twitter. It's okay. Um, you can find that voice on Twitter at Bogman Sports, by the way. I'm <laughs> at Beautyantric. And if you want to see the pretty faces, you can go to the Lion Star YouTube channel as well. But Bogman, we have a fun, fun job ahead of us here, trying to navigate the minefield that is the um, the Week 18 action. You have your darts. You got your yes. darts, right? So Checking we're the good. wind as we speak. Yes. That's right. Uh, how's the wind? Is it good? All right. Yes, it, it's good. It's good. But let's uh, do a quick run through for through Saturday. If we talked about it on the Picks and Bet show. So go back and listen to that to get an idea of where we stand on these. But Kansas City's at Denver spreads minus 10 KC. And then you got Dallas and Philly, Dallas minus seven on the road in Philadelphia. But when you're talking quarterbacks on this slate, you got Mahomes, Prescott, Hurts. It looks like Drew Locke for now. Where are you planting your flag here? Look, I want to I want to go with the cheapest option at most positions that aren't wide receiver because I want some expensive wideouts this week uh, on Saturday. So give me Jalen Hurts. I cannot go all the way down to Drew Locke or Brett Rippon. Just I refuse. Uh, they've been terrible. Uh, this whole season. So uh, Jalen Hurts is the cheapest by uh, at least 500 bucks on DK. You know, uh, Dak and Jalen are the same price on FanDuel. I think there I might go with Dak just for the upside. But Mahomes is the most expensive, so I'll pass on him. Give me Hurts on DK and Prescott on FanDuel. Yeah, my kind of train of thought here is, yes, Kansas City should roll. They'll probably be popular. It means Mahomes will probably be popular. I'm going with Dak. Um, I have no problem if you want to play Mahomes, but if you look at the game logs, which is never good, just go game log, honey, but just fantasy production is what we care about. And Mahomes and Dak have been pretty similar, even though you wouldn't guess that just off the top of your head. Um, so I'll take the the discount and play Dak in a game where I also like Dak more so than Mahomes because the Cowboys have no running game where Kansas City potentially does. We could see them like take touchdowns away from Mahomes where I don't see K- Dallas doing that. So I'll take Dak in this game. Over uh, Hertz, who I have, like, I have no problem if you want to play any of those three, but I'm going to pick Dak out of the options for me this week. Um, running backs, we have Zeke, CEH, probably not playing. Uh, Javante and some others, Daryl Williams, you got the, the Denver combo, and you got the discount free square and Kenneth Gainwell. Where are you going at running back this week? I mean, uh, Javante, I think, is my favorite here at 61 and 6,000 just because the quarterback situation is wonky. Melvin Gordon, I mean, Javante a little wonky himself, too, but uh, I think he'll get a big run at the end here. So uh, Javante for one, and then I'm probably picking between, like, Daryl Williams, if CEH is out for short, 5,900, I think is a great price. 
for him. Derek Gore isn't terrible at 4,500. Uh, Boston Scott is decent, but we may be all the way down to Kenny Gainwell at 4,100. Uh, so if I can, if a bunch of those Eagles guys are going to miss and we're down to Gainwell, I think number one, it makes, I think it makes Jalen Hurts even more attractive because they'll run him a little bit more. Um, Unless they just don't want to play him and go to Minshew for whatever reason. The legend of Gardner Minshew, by the way, got the shirt all ready to go, by the way. Got it washed and everything. So it's hung up. It's a hanger. It's a hanger shirt. I feel feel privileged. It got a hanger. Yeah, exactly. It's a hanger shirt because it'll get worn. So, um, I mean, so Gainwell's a maybe, um, but... I, my favorite is definitely Javante. Probably, I'll probably have some Javante and Daryl Williams stacks here. Yeah, my main two is Daryl Williams because I'm assuming CH does not play, and I like him because they should they're ten point favorites. They should be running wild at the same time he's being used in the passing game, three to five targets a game. So um, he flourishes in the in the in the, the lead role there when CH is out of the way. So I like Daryl Williams for sure, and then I think it's going to be Kenny Gainwell, and I'll take the discount forty one and forty eight. Um, we saw Gainwell back, I think it was like week 12 where he was the lead back. He got like 15, 16 touches and went nuts. Um, we've, we've seen in recent weeks between the, the different running backs, there's still about five targets a game to running backs. If he's the only running back quick math there, folks, you got that one. <laughs> so, um, I, I like that one. He's just, he's just so cheap. He's like a free square. If he can get you 10 plus touches, which I, I, I pretty much would lock in. And it allows you as, as Bog said, there's some pricey receivers you can like, or even tight ends this week. So um, I like Kenny Gainwell and Daryl Williams if I have to build a lineup that way. Wide receiver, you said there's a lot of big boys you like, obviously led by Tyreek and company, but uh, who you like in it? I mean, Tyreek's the guy, you know, uh, because, you know, they should get up, like you said. Maybe they'll be running a lot in the second half and beating the brains in of the donkeys there. But uh, Tyreek, you know, two passes, and he can make your whole day. So uh, give me Tyreek. I love going with him. Um, I like CD lamb here. Like you said, there's a lack of a Cowboys running game at 68. Amari Cooper at 65 is a good deal too. Probably can't get all three, uh, but I like all those guys. Um, I think I would go with Devonte Smith in at least one lineup. He's 6,100 and uh, 6,000. But I mean, the thing here is, is that yes, Diggs has been great um with the picks but he's also given up more yards in nfl in a single season in nfl history than any other corner so he he can get dusted and uh Devontae smith can dust some guys so i like him um nobody in denver just can't do it cedric wilson isn't a bad price because we know gallup is out at 42 and 56 and you know if you want to throw a dart on a hardman or a pringle i get it but i'm trying to stick to a high-end chalk for these wideouts this week on Saturday. Yeah, I got no problem with Tyreek because the, the best part is people will look at his recent performances. And two weeks ago, he was, you know, battling COVID all week and came back and played. So it wasn't 100%. And then last week, he only had like the four catches, I think, but he had 10 targets. So it wasn't he wasn't getting looks, just one of those weeks. Like he could have easily just broke the slate type scenario. If you look at the total package, he is crushing the rest of his team in air yards and just like target share potential when it comes to wide receivers, at least. So I have no problem going to Tyreek Hill, hoping people are down on him, but on two-game slate, probably not. So I, I still think he's worth every penny on this slate. Um, don't mind C.D. Lamb. I think he's got the good tournament, like break break a big one upside. But I'll take Amari Cooper over the last like two to three weeks, probably three or four weeks, actually. He is dominating the target share at the wide receiver position and the receptions. So um, I'll go Cooper in that regards because I think he's like your volume guy where C.D. could be your, your big play guy. 
So give me Amari Cooper in this one. I don't mind Devonta Smith if you want to be a little different, get a little Philly action. And then I like Ced Wilson a lot, Cedric Wilson. Uh, he had six catches last week. That was after Gallup had four catches before he got hurt. So that's 10 targets for the position. When uh, Wilson played earlier in the season as a starter, when the Cowboys were having a bunch of injuries, I think he had another 10 to 11 targets and catches in that game and went nuts. Uh, He's so a good he, wideout, dude. He'd yep. be a number two on a bunch of teams right Exactly. Now. So that price tag is very, very friendly. It allows you to, to put some big pieces in your lineup as well. So I think he's a great play. He should be popular for very good reasons. Now the fun part this week, the tight end position, which to me is actually really good. When you got Kelsey, Schultz, Goddard, Font, you got other guys, but those four alone are all, to me, worth rostering if you really want to. Yeah, I mean, you can go any way here. I'm good with any of them. Uh, obviously, Kelsey is your preference. If you can save some money and, and do it, I'm all about it. Um, I'll probably be rolling more Goddard or Schultz. And um, I'll go with Schultz, like you said, lack of a running game. I'll sell you on Schultz in a minute. Don't you worry. You know what? I'm going to switch to Goddard. I'll let you sell me. I'm going to switch to Goddard just because they're out of running backs. So they're yeah, probably going to have to fair. pass a ton in Philly. It's so fair. I, I, that's, that's the little thing that made me shift. We might get all those running backs back before the game. So yeah. who knows? But I'll go with Goddard for that reason. Well, Goddard's fine because they have no one else to throw to besides Devontae and an occasional running back. Like <laughs> Schultz, Goddard gets all the touches. Hey, if you want to see somebody drop it, Jalen Rager's great at that. So Very good. Very good. Um, I have no problem with Kelsey. If you want to pay for it, you can afford it. You can definitely afford it this week. So if you want it, go for it. But I love Dalton Schultz, my favorite play, probably on the entire slate. Um, he had over 20 PPR points, DraftKings points, the first time these guys met in week three, where he went for two scores and at least six or seven catches. He has uh, six or more targets in two of the last three games. He's leading the Cowboys, not just at tight end, the entire Cowboys in targets over the last three games and receptions over the last three games. He has over 20 receptions in the last three games at the tight end position. Um, he's just going beastly. And to top it off, the Eagles were ranked 31st in football against the tight end. They get destroyed by the tight end position. And the fact Schultz is 53 and 61, which is a nice chunk cheaper than Kelsey and basically the same price as Goddard. I will take Dalton Schultz as my favorite play this week. The other player I like, I think this is the part I was going to mention in your builds. I'm going with two tight ends this week. That'll make okay. things different right out the gate. So if you want to go Kelsey Schultz, fine. If you want to go Schultz Goddard, fine. I'll go Schultz Noah Font because I don't think many will go to anybody in Denver. And <laughs> Font was Font was the number one tight end in all of football last week in fantasy. He's been one of the top tight ends in football the last like month. Doesn't matter who the quarterback is because they don't have any good options at receiver. They just got to dump it off and use a safety valve. Font will be that. And Kansas City crushed by tight ends over the last month. So, I'll argue because it's they can't throw the ball to any receiver. That's why that's kind of what I was like. He's okay. a safety valve. He's a dump off. Like they have no other yeah. options, basically. But he's going to get his fair share. So I think Noah Font will be a guy you could look at for sure. All right. I, 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 you, you sold me on Schultz a little. I'll, I like I'll Schultz. give you credit. So I, I like you know Schultz. what? And I like the two tight end uh, thought process. I, I like that because they're cheaper than a lot of those backs. Yep. They'll, they'll be different. They'll be very different. Uh, defenses, Chiefs will be popular. I think that's the way to go unless you want to be cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's the Chiefs. Um, if it's not the Chiefs, then it's the Broncos. Just go all the way down to the bottom, you know, take the cheap option. So, and the Broncos play decent defense, probably not against the chiefs, but uh, you know, if you're looking to save, there's way worse options than the chiefs. You could be on the Jaguars. So, yep, that's true. Very, 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 very true. So good luck on your Tuesday.
or your Saturday, your two games, what I'm going to say, two game <laughs> Saturday slate. So good luck with that one. Now let's get to the 13 Bogman, 13 game <laughs> Sunday slate. Um, and we'll kick things off here with Carolina and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, eight point home favorites in this game. And we, we said it on the betting show. We kind of believe this is a Tampa Bay get right spot. And you might get a heck of a value at running back if you really want to be cute. Yeah, man. I mean, look, they're down to bell right now i think or they were last week i think vaughn might have practiced i they, they should get all these guys back hopefully but um i think vaughn might lead them so yep. uh i think vaughn is a decent play like cyril grayson at 44 and 56 obviously been uh way better than tyler johnson mike evans is still 50 50 um uh Perriman's not a bad price of five thousand either but grayson i kind of think is my guy here i don't want any um uh, panthers at all and Cameron Brait is more expensive this week, but still cheap at 3100 Yeah, I think Brady is always in play if you want to. I'm not loving the Brady stack. It's more get pieces of Tampa Bay. I think Keyshawn Vaughn's a fun one. Uh, reading some of the comments from Bruce Arians, like they have no reason to rush Ronald Jones back. They really don't. Get him healthy for the – because they already lost Fournette, obviously. So get Jones healthy for the postseason. Um, I think they'd rather see Vaughn go than Bell. So I think Vaughn's a very intriguing play this week. And then you mentioned it like Cyril Grayson. They're going to want to keep Mike Evans healthy because they're out of options all of a sudden. They used to be loaded, kind of, kind of, kind of screwed now. So I think Cyril Grayson's a fun one. So a nice couple of value pieces with Vaughn and Cyril Grayson on this one. And like you could go tight ends if you want, but I kind of just want those two value pieces and hope they uh, they do some damage. Chicago, Minnesota. This is a game I will be stacking up. Chicago's uh, Minnesota is two and a half point favorites in this game, but uh, we don't know if we're getting Kirk Cousins yet or not. Yeah, uh, for that reason, I won't be stacking the Viking side of this game. Um, but, I mean, I like Justin Fields. We're going to get to get to see Fields another time. I don't think you let him go out there for the last game of the season. That doesn't matter. I mean, this is still Maggie that we're talking about. But I don't think you let him go out there for the last game. That doesn't matter unless he's 100% ready to go. So I do love Fields uh, this week. Uh, Montgomery has been great. I think you could play him at 68 and 76. Mooney at 59 and 63 is becoming a better value and maybe a dart on commit isn't horrible. And maybe a dart on the bears defense. If there is no Kirk, uh, Kirk cousin. So um, I, I'm all bears on in this game. Yep. I love Justin Fields this week, cash game tournaments, whatever you want. So 54 and 71, give me some fields because Minnesota cannot play defense to save their life. So I love Justin Fields in this game. Um, David Montgomery is well in play, but if you want to just go with the passing game, Fields, Mooney at 59 and 63, like you mentioned. Nice little cheapies there. Um, if you want to get really cute, remember Fields had a great rapport with Jakeem Grant. Grant's 36 mm-hmm. and 47. I know that was with Allen Robinson out, so do with that what you wish. But him and Jakeem had a really good thing going. So that's something to keep in mind if you're like in a deep tournament play. Don't mind the commit and the defense. The defense is if Sean Mannion's playing, play the Bears defense. That's very simple. The one thing I'll say on the Minnesota side, like Justin Jefferson, still Justin Jefferson, but if you just want a discounted piece of Minnesota, KJ Osborne's 55 and 64. Even through all the muck last week, he still had a good game for Minnesota. So someone's got to catch the football. He's cheap. If you believe this game does kind of go back and forth a bit, or at least there's some offense, I think KJ Osborne's a nice cheap piece of Minnesota if you want to go that route. Cincinnati at Cleveland. We already know Cincinnati's not playing their starters pretty much. So uh, Cleveland minus three. 
I mean, I don't think Cleveland's going to be playing their starters either. Baker's obviously not playing. Um, uh, you know, Kareem Hunt has been limited. I don't know why you play him at the end of the year when you've been eliminated. I'm sitting Nick Chubb if I'm Cleveland too, so I'm not going to buy him. him last week. Yeah, they might as well have right. So, um, you know, I think the one piece in this game, I'm not starting any wideouts for Cincinnati since I don't know that any of them will be playing. I think the one piece that you could start from Cleveland and this is if you're digging at the bottom of the barrel because you need to save money, is Anthony Schwartz. Anthony Schwartz was hurt for a big chunk of the year. He's 32 and 48 on uh, each site here, but um, they have made sure to get him back involved. So I think that this could be uh, a decent game for him playing against the backups in a game that doesn't matter for the Bengals really at all. So uh, I think he's the one guy that I like in this game, and he ain't going to be on my list either. So he's just a bargain bin guy. Yeah, this is a game that if you just wanted to really shoot the moon, like play Keenum's, play the Dearness Johnson card if you think Chubb's going to sit. Because um, if if Johnson's the, the main guy, he could have a field day in this game. Like at 48 on DK, 62 on FanDuel, we've seen him in the lead role feast, and he could easily do it if it's his job. So keep an eye on that news. And I don't hate DPJ, Donovan Peoples-Jones, if you want to go that route, too. He's 43 and 55. So cheapies, your Schwartz is a lot cheaper. But um, I'm not saying you need to stack Cleveland up, but we've seen these guys actually put up points, and they're very, very cheap. So I can see some appeal in this game. Green Bay at Detroit. Green Bay, massive favorites. I believe it was 11 points. We were guessing because it's not really on the board right now because they're saying they're starting their guys. None of us believe that. So what do you got in this one? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to fade the Packers because I just, you know, you mentioned it on the betting show last week or uh, yesterday, Bob, that, um, you know, these guys might play, but just for a half, you know, make sure they don't get rusty, knock the rust off. And then here come wholesale changes in the second half. Right. And this is why you don't play um, regular season fantasy all the way down to the end of the season, uh, because stuff like this happens. So. Uh, for me, I think the one start in this game you can have is Amon St. Brown. It's 68 and 75. Oh. Uh, he's been the same for the last month. He's just been gangbusters. He ran one in last week. Um, I believe you made the comparison to Debo. I think yep. that's a great comparison, dude. So Amon St. Brown's the one guy I like in this game. Yep. Play Amon St. Brown. Like, if more news comes out, you can obviously make some interesting moves here and there. Like, even Tim Boyle almost put up 20 fantasy points last week. That was insanity. But um, that's because all they did was score late points against Seattle. But St. Brown, I don't think he's it's an issue this week. Play him, especially it's even better, obviously, if Green Bay puts their backups in. So 68 is too cheap on DK. 75 is okay on Fandle, still pretty cheap. But that 68 on DK, play him on or St. Brown. I don't care. Just play him. It's a, another phenomenal play for sure. Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Indy 15.5-point road favorites. Got to get the W to make the postseason. Yeah, and you know, as much as I don't want it to happen, I think JT goes nuts in this yep. game. Uh, hopefully, um, the price will scare some people off because he's the most expensive player on the board here, ninety three hundred and ten two. So very, very expensive this week, but it's for good reason. Uh, we just saw Damian Harris put up another great game against him. Stevenson came in and put up a good game against Jacksonville uh, as the Patriots put up the fifty on Jacksonville last week. So. Yeah, JT is uh, everybody's number one back this week. And the funny thing is, is we talked about it on the the uh, recap show earlier this week. His over-under is only 115 and a half rushing yards. I said take the over on that one, unless for, um, for some odd reason 
he doesn't play the whole game, which very possible, I guess. But I think he's worth every penny on this slate. The other guy I love is Michael Pittman Jr. He's only 5,900 on DK, 66 on FanDuel, especially in the PPR format on DraftKings. Pittman should feast in this game. So I like him a lot. And if you want a discount with Lacan Treadwell, you can because he keeps getting tons of targets. I just don't like what rostering Jags. It just it sucks. <laughs> but um, I think Pittman and Taylor are two guys I could really like. I know you're not a big Wentz fan, but he's cheap. No, I, I like him, but he's been terrible. He's been bad, but like if anybody's going to get you right, it's Jacksonville. So that's true. What, like a Wentz Taylor Pittman stack, I think, is a okay. very very interesting stack because those guys could put up thirty plus points real quick, and it'd be awesome. So, I, I it could be a re like we saw what Mac Jones and company did last week. It could be something just like that. So that's fair. Buckle up. Uh, New England at Miami. Speaking of Mac Jones, uh, New England minus seven point road fav- favorites in this one. Um, I mean, uh, you can go a couple different ways. I I don't like this game in particular, right? Uh, I think the Dolphins offense has a tough matchup here, and Waddle kind of let us down last week, right? So um, I know Mac and company went crazy, but they were playing Jacksonville last week, and Miami's going to play this game hard. I think my one buy in this game is Jacoby Myers at 52 and 6,000. I think he's been a uh, solid uh, the last couple weeks here and he's below the poverty line. So I think that adds up uh, to a definite play. So give me Myers at 52 and 6,000, but I'm fading the rest of this game. Yeah. Myers, very nice discount. A lot of people look at Christian Wilkerson and his two touchdowns last week. He's 33 and 53. I'm not going to chase that. That's a, a, a chalky play that I will avoid. But I'm kind of with you. It's like Damian Harris looks good, but they kind of want to rest him a bit. Ramondre Stevenson could benefit like he did last week if that's the case. We don't know yet. Um, and the Dolphins defense, it's not a, it's not bad. Like they're a good defense. So I'm with you. Like I like Jacoby Myers, especially in a PPR format. But as a whole, I am probably fading this game as well. New Orleans at Atlanta. This is an interesting game here. In New Orleans favored by four and a half. They got to get the W to have a chance at the postseason. Yeah, I think there's a couple guys you can buy. Obviously, everybody on the New Orleans side. Uh, Taysom Hill at 62 and 7,700, I think, is going to be my favorite QB this week. They got to win this game. This is in the early slate, uh, right? Or no, this is in the afternoon slate, the isn't afternoon it? Afternoon game. Yep. So, but the Niners are in the afternoon, too. Yeah, so I think that's why they know. did it. I think they made right. sure they're at the same time. Absolutely correct. So, yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm going to roll with Taysom Hill, uh, 62 and 7,700. I think that's a great buy. Uh, he, he and Kamara are the entire offense right now. Kamara's not a bad buy at 83 and 9,000 either. Uh, Callaway's a decent dart throw at 5,500. Um, I'm not buying any Atlanta, not with the way Cam Jordan and company have been playing uh, defense for New Orleans recently. So, uh, Taysom and Taysom Kamara and Callaway, I think as, as a nice little mini saint stack. Yeah. I'm digging that as well. I'm just going over since week 14, Callaway has 28 targets, Kamara, 21 targets. The next closest is Nick Vanette with eight. <laughs> right. So that's why I wanted to bring this up. Like it's pretty simple to narrow down where the, uh, the passing tree is here with Taysom Hill. Um, so similar to my idea with the the Colts with Wentz, Taylor, and Pittman, um, you can go Hill, Kamara, and Marquez Callaway, and it's pretty affordable as well. And I love your take on Taysom Hill. He's one of my favorite guys. I wrote him up for an article I'm doing elsewhere. I think he's an extremely good cash game play. Like, I prefer Fields this week in cash just because he's cheaper. Zero problem with Taysom Hill. Like, he's awesome in cash. But Hill, um, Taysom to Kamara to Marquez – Definitely on board with you on that one. 
I don't mind the New Orleans defense either. Like you said, they're playing so, so good. Um, Kyle Pitts didn't practice yeah. on Friday. I mean, on Wednesday. I'm all over the board on Wednesday. So keep an eye on that. I'm just, I'd love to see a, a Pitts weekend, but I, I, it's, I'm not going to play any Falcons guys. I'm with you. Yeah. It's, I mean, they just, they're, they're kind of, they're packing it in. They can see the yeah. light at the end of the tunnel. So 100%. Uh, Jets at the Bills. Bills 15 and a half point favorites. I mean, I don't like this at all. Um, I'm not playing Bills because if they get up big, they'll sit guys at halftime, right? So I'm not going to do that. I maybe Barrios, uh, Barrios at 49 and 5900. That's it. I don't like this game. Yeah, like I want to play Barrios. It was fun when he was in the mid 3K range. I think he's still worth it at 49 just because of the the workload they're giving him. But I'm not in love with it at all. I kind of like Devin Singletary as long as they're going to play him enough and and. The logic here is if they get up big enough to set their guys, he should have had an impact still. That's my my logic because they've used him as the guy. He's gotten a couple touchdowns. They're giving him the red zone looks. They're giving him the goal line looks. So Singletary is only 6K on DK and 67 on FanDuel. So I think you can go Devin Singletary. I just, I, I'm not comfortable when you have a, a team like this that doesn't have to play their guys. That's what makes week 18 so nasty, which could make Zach Moss a great tournament play. That, really you know should. what? I was thinking like, if you're going to take a bill, it could be Moss, but like, there's been weeks where Moss is just inactive. For it could be Brita. Next thing you know, I so, know. So I don't. Yeah, uh, it's tricky. I, I hate that game. All right, a game I know you're going to love: Pittsburgh at Baltimore. Baltimore minus five and a half. Looks like we got another weekend of Tyler Huntley on our hands. Yeah, I mean, I and I think Huntley isn't a bad buy here. You know, uh, his price isn't crazy. It's fifty-seven and seven thousand. I think that's pretty good. Uh, ben is struggling, even though this is a good secondary. Uh, to attack, I think I'd rather take a piece of the receiving game on either side. Joe Hayden, I think, just went on the – he was either a DMP or the COVID list. I couldn't remember. I read it right before we started here. But uh, I, he's questionable for this game. So, you know, I think uh, Marquise Brown, Shot Bateman aren't bad buys here. Deontay is my favorite in this game, uh, your boy, at 76 on both sides. Mark Andrews is a great option at 75 and 85, too without um you know the, the Steelers just the linebackers suck so uh, there's no uh easy way to say that Devin Bush blows Joe Schobert blows uh Marcus Allen's better at stopping Nick Chubb than those guys were and he's a safety and he played linebacker last week so uh it's been ugly in Pittsburgh but Pat Fairmouth is my favorite out of all these options at 46 and 5200 my favorite in this game is uh toe tap Pat at 46 and 52 so he will definitely be on my list yeah, no, I, I don't mind Huntley. I think there's other quarterbacks we've already talked about that I'd probably prefer over Huntley, but no problem because we've seen what he can do when he gets clicking, and a lot of it has to do with does do they need to come from behind. And that's what he's had his big weeks when Baltimore's had to keep up. So can the Steelers do some damage? That's just a big question with what Ben can do. But I do like Deontay. He had like 15 targets last week. Ben just sucks. Like that's, like, you, you, that's all you can ask for. So I'll take Deontay again at that price point, 76 uh, on both sides, as you mentioned. Don't mind Fryermuth at all. Great play in this game, but I will pay for Mark Andrews against the Steelers uh, linebacker core, 100%, 75 and 85. That's why I like some of those stacks, the Colts stack and the, and the Saints stack we talked about. does break the bank. It allows you to afford guys like Mark Andrews because the value tight end this week isn't that great, to be honest. It's not as good as it's been in weeks past, so you got value elsewhere. And I think paying up a tight end for me – even if you don't have to go Andrews, but I think you're going to want to potentially pay up at this position. Seattle at Arizona a game that doesn't really matter for Arizona. And they're up, they're like six point favorites. So what do you got in this one? Pass. I don't want yeah. anything in this game. 
So I just don't know what Arizona's going to do. I think they could rest everybody. Um, Seattle has no need to play Russ, uh, you know, so I just I don't know what they're going to do either, so I'm going to fade this whole game. I'm intrigued by Chase Edmonds at 58-66. He didn't practice today either. Well, that changes that story. Yeah, but, um, I mean, it, it's this game. Let, let me make sure I'm not lying about that. But you might be right. I didn't I'm, see anything this I'm, morning, but you could be right. I am almost positive that he didn't play because for some reason my phone still thinks I'm in Arizona, so I get those. Uh, yeah, Chase Edmonds, no practice due to a pair of injuries. So rib and toe. So can't cancel that one off then. Also, um, maybe that means we get uh, is Ben is Eno still around? Eno's still around, and he played yeah. last week, but. Uh, and and James Conner was limited, but James Conner could come back. I wouldn't play James him though. Could why play would you back. play him? Right. Like, so dumb. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm fading this whole game. Like you know, sure, uh, your last potentially Russell Wilson's last home game. They go and put up a fifty burger. You know, you want to see that from him in a possible send off. But what do they have to play for in Arizona? Nothing. So yeah, that's why I think if you want to go with like a Wilson Wilson Metcalf type. Got locket situation, sure. Just or just Wilson Metcalf if you want. It's not super expensive. Wilson sixty three and seventy five. Metcalf sixty three and seventy two. You can absolutely do it. Like you said, the ownership's gonna be very low. Yeah. So. so I think if you want anything in this game, you could go with a little Seattle stack and uh, and play that one. And then pay attention to the news. Like Seattle's defense is atrocious, but if they start rolling out a bunch of backups in Arizona, they're Seattle's free at twenty five and thirty eight hundred. Like they're free. So keep that in mind. San Francisco at the Rams. It should be a fun one. Rams minus four. Yeah, I think this is uh, this is a stack game for Niners here. I mean, Trey Lance at 55 and 7,000. And by the way, Jimmy G's the same price. So if you just want to play the Niners um, uh, quarterback, I get it. I love Eli at um, 6,000 and 8,000. I think that's a great price uh, on him. Uh, you could obviously, anytime, I've said this a million times, anytime you want to go with Debo, anytime you want to pay up for, um, uh, George Kittle, I think you can. So, uh, don't really know about the Ram side of this, uh, because they have just been too shaky for me to want to go and uh, play those guys, but I'm good with a little mini Niner stack here. Yeah. I don't mind it. Lance, you know, get it done with the legs. You mentioned if you have to switch to Jimmy, you can, but Lance, Eli Mitchell is one of my, Eli is one of my favorite running backs this entire week. So I'm a big fan there. And then uh, you can mix and match the, the receiving core or just go Mitchell and, and Lance and walk away if you really feel like it. Cup's always in play, but he's up to 97 on DK, 10,000 on FanDuel. Getting a little steep. Getting a little steep. He's in play, but that's steep. Um, and it kind of feels like a George Kittle week. It just feels like a George Kittle week. So Kittle at 67 <laughs> and 69. Because he does this, he goes quiet for like two or three weeks, and then he just destroys you. And it's a must-win game for the Niners. So we might get some George Kittle action here. I'm hoping so. Tennessee at Houston, Tennessee, 10 and a half point road favorites in this matchup. Obviously, everything in this game matters. The, the Kansas City game is going to matter because if Kansas City loses, then Tennessee can sit everybody and still get the, the buy. So it's kind of like getting two buys. Um, but I tell you what, I think I'm not going to tell you to buy Tannehill ever because he's just been terrible this year so um no offense Bubba. i know he's your super mm. fan 99 but aj brown i think they want to get aj brown and Tannehill going again you know that thursday night was magic against the niners i think you want to get that going before you walk in the playoffs just in case derrick henry isn't all the way back right so you want to have other options so i think aj brown is a decent option at um 
7,074. I don't think I'm going to put him on my list. Deontay Foreman at 57 and 69, I think is okay. I don't hate Rex Burkhead because they're just giving him all the touches right now. And I think Brandon Cooks is playable too because, you know, once again, I said it on the betting show. I'll say it here too. The city of Houston hates Tennessee. They took the Oilers, so they don't like him. It's kind of like Cleveland and Baltimore. Uh, so um, I know that the Texans are going to play hard. They beat Tennessee already once this year. So um, I, I think they'll play hard. I picked the Texans against the spread, but I do think that uh, the Titans are obviously the better team here. So I won't put any Texans on my list, but I don't hate some of their options. I don't I don't mind that Tannehill call because I agree that they're going to want to try to get him going in this one, and you can pair him up with AJ in a big way. So I like the Tanny-AJ combo like you mentioned. I like Deontay Foreman a lot this week. They've been giving him touches when they're in the lead. They should have the lead here. So I, I like him at his price point at 57 and 69. Burkhead's not a bad call because he's going to get it in the passing game if he doesn't get it in the ground. So definitely an option. But I love, love, love Brandon Cooks because I talked about it on the betting show too. Even though Houston struggled last week, Cooks still had 11 more targets. They just keep yeah. forcing him the football because who else they throw into? That King Cole? <laughs> no, they're not. So, um, yes, Brandon Cooks is definitely – he's like the Amonra St. Brown. They're both on bad football teams. And they just feast for fantasy. So just enjoy them while you can. The final game of the weekend that we should have just skipped probably altogether. Washington at New York. The Skip Giants. It. Yeah. No, nobody. No Saquon nobody. for you? Nope. Nope. Not with Joe Judge there. So and I we just did a mock on ITL for next year, which obviously there's gonna be rookies and free agency and everything's gonna change. Saquon won the third round. So yeah. That's where we're at with Saquon right now. And Welsh took him, by the way. So That's I passed funny. him. Uh, I picked number one. JT was my first pick. So, that a boy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I passed on him because I don't trust him with Joe Judge. So uh, I this game is a mess. Washington doesn't care. The Giants don't care. I'm not going to touch it for fantasy. No, thanks. The two things I'll mention and follow the news. If Antonio Gibson's out, Jared Patterson at 53 and 66 is outstanding. Yeah. Um, okay. He showed that last week that if he's the lead guy, very viable. I think they want to get Antonio out there. He's so banged up. Just let the dude call it a season. Like, don't do it. So I think Jarrett Patterson at that price point is very much in play. The other one, if you, I said the value tight ends suck this week. The only one that I kind of would look at if you're really feeling desperate, I still prefer not to. John Bates is 3K and 46. That's all Washington has, and you can destroy the Giants with the tight end. So he'd be a guy I'd look at if you really want to. But as a whole, I prefer not to play this game. But there's two yeah. pieces of value that at least have my attention. I like the Bates call. So like that. that's where I'd go in that one. All right. Let's recap things real quick. Bogman, who are your quarterbacks this week? Give me Taysom as my favorite at 62 and 77. I'm going all running quarterbacks. Lance uh, at 55, 7,000 fields at 54 and 71. Yeah, I'm going to go Taysom, Fields, and I'll go Carson Wentz because I think that indie team does some damage. So I'll go with those three uh, running backs. Uh, give me JT at 93 and 10 2. Give me uh, Eli Mitchell at 6,000 and 8,000. And Keyshawn Vaughn at 53 and 59. I like the Keyshawn call a lot. Um, to be different, because I think we everyone knows we both like JT. I'll take Kamara. It's harder to be picky on this slate, yeah, right? Like it's a big slate, and you say so you want to be picky, but yeah. there's not a lot of guys to pick through. So I'll go Kamara, Eli Mitchell, and Deontay Foreman. Okay, but uh, I think if you throw in the JT and the Keyshawn Vaughn, I think you pretty much have most of what we're looking at. Good. Um, the only guy I would add again, if the news changes, I think Jared Patterson's too cheap for that matchup against the Giants. 
wide receivers who you got? Man, you know, the better wide receivers on the two-game Saturday yeah. slate, but I'll go with Deontay at 76 on both, Amonra at 68 and 75, and I'll leave you Barrios, and I'll take Jacoby Myers at 52 and 6,000. I wasn't going to take Barrios, so we're good. Then switch it to Barrios. Okay, you can have him. Um, don't mind him, but I have him on my list. Um, I'll take Amonra St. Brown, too, because I just can't not take him. He's the GOAT right now. Uh, <laughs> he might be taking over Deontay's role here pretty soon. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> give me Pittman to go with my Colts action here, and I'll go Brandon Cooks as well. But uh, there's a, there, there, there's decent options, at least a receiver, to to make things happen. Uh, tight end, which direction are you going with? Uh, give me both of them in the Baltimore-Pittsburgh game, Andrews and Fearmouth, and then Bray again. Yeah, I have Andrews, Fearmouth, and Kittle. I do not like tight end on the slate. <laughs> You're paying. You're paying yeah, for them. I like four tight ends on the Saturday slate. Like They <laughs> took all my tight ends on the yeah, Saturday there's better slate. options on Saturday, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, it sucks. But um, that's where we're at on this one. And where do you prefer to stack it up this week? I mean, I don't really like I, I like all those mini sacks that I talked about, like the Saints, the Steelers or Ravens. I think they're both going to be scoring a little bit. Uh, you mentioned the Colts, uh, the Niners, you know, the playoff desperate teams. I think you can yep. stack up. But any other team, I don't want to stack because I don't know what the hell they're going to do. Follow the the smell of desperation, folks. Right. If you want to know what that is, go to the bar at one forty five right before closing time. You'll see me get, there. Get, get right. that whiff. And then mm-hmm. take that to your DFS building skills. <laughs> That's what you want to figure things out. All right. Before we head on out of here, a weekly tradition unlike any other. Last week, we went three for three for the second time this season. So three people got some free swag with the touchdown calls of the week. Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys each give you guys a touchdown call. If our guys find the end zone, you have a chance to win some free swag. And you ask Bubba, how do I win some free swag? I'm glad you asked. You follow Lionstar on Twitter at Lionstar app and at Lionstar NFL. They'll tweet out our, 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 our touchdown picks. If you retweet that tweet, three lucky retweeters will get paired with each one of us. If our guy scores, you get some free swag. So Bogman, final week of the regular season, week 18. Who's your touchdown call of the week? Look, I'm going to go with my Steelers tight end. Give me Pat Fairmouth. I want to go with the Steeler. On a limb. I like here, it. So that's, let's go. that's not a gimme. That's not a gimme. I like that one a lot. I feel really bad doing this, but I want to give some more free swag away. Yeah. So I'm taking Jonathan Taylor. Do it. I'm taking JT. He's fine in the end zone. Because the other part of the JT thing, besides just playing the Jags, he still has a chance for the MVP. And so they're going to want to give him a big boy game. It's like like the old college days. Hey, they're playing a scrub. He has a chance for the Heisman. Go run for 250 and some scores. Like, (laughs) go, boy. Go. Like, it wouldn't shock me at all. Yeah, he he'll break off. He got like twenty five plus touches. Like, <laughs> I mean, just remember what we saw out of Jacksonville the last couple of years when Derrick Henry is running them down at the end of the season, yes. right? Yes. And that those are on Thursday games. There's no yep. Thursday left, so yep. it could be a disaster for the Jags this week. So Full I hope not. Show. Go Jags, big Jags <laughs> fan. It's me yeah. and the guy from uh, what was that show on NBC? Um, you know what I'm talking about? Where they're in head, the good place, the good, the good place. place. The yes. one guy was the Jags the fan guy. because yes. you've never met one in your life. So, <laughs> so true, so true. <laughs> but on that note, folks, we will wrap things up. So make sure you uh, again follow Lion Star on Twitter, Lion Star app, Lion Star NFL. Download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. And most importantly, follow Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Hendrick. Enjoy your weekend of Week 18 action. We'll be back with you guys at the beginning of the week to recap things and get you ready for the Wild Card Weekend. But for now, see y'all later. Good luck. Thanks for listening to Pre-Snap Podcast, presented by Line Star App. Please like, comment, subscribe, and rate for good karma in your fantasy football games.